God, praise God, praise God. Glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God. I get that sound like that. Yeah, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. All right, all right, all right. Well, good morning to all of you. How are you doing? Doing our virtual live service here, praise the Lord. God is awesome. God is awesome. All right, let's, let's get right to it. We want to get right to our meal that God has for us. Amen. Praise God. All right, let's we already reference our, our pre-message chart, and that's James 1, 22-25, New King James Version. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer. He is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. But he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. So what God is saying here, we've got to be clear that anytime we come together on a Tuesday when you are studying your word or we come together on Wednesdays or Sundays and we assemble um, in our local assembly churches, that we take away not only what God has for us in terms of a meal, but that we actually apply it. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and we got to do that. But it implies that we actually do something with it. So that being the case, we want to be like that second man who's blessed in what he does because he took and actually did the word. Amen. So the pre-measure charge is always that we make sure that we clear our hearts and minds. The main thing from last week, don't don't think about don't think about what's coming up this week at work and nothing like that. Right now, be right here in the moment where God is to receive what God has, but then commit to yourselves, all of us, commit to ourselves, that we take away and start applying at least one thing, at least one thing that uh, God's going to give us today. Amen? At least, and start doing it this week. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We want to do that because we want to be not just hearers of the word, but we got to be hearers, but we want to be doers as well. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. We want to thank God for my family. Go on, God. Love my queen and my daughter and my son. Praise God. I just want to take a little shout out to Love them all up publicly. There you go. There you go. All right. There you go. Okay. All right. Hey, make sure you're eating the right sandwich there. Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. From <laughs> <laughs> a baby girl in class a little bit. <laughs> all right. So, see if we're home. We can have fun. All right. We can have fun. We have fun in the building as well. All right. So, uh, today, today is the conclusion conclusion of this particular series of Peace your lifestyle DNA. Peace, Amen. your lifestyle DNA. Today is part two of two. Part two of two. Peace, your lifestyle DNA. What do you mean by DNA? That means it's all, if you've chosen to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, peace is already in you. We talked about that a little bit more today. Let's reference our foundation scripture, John 14 and 27. John 14 and 27. We'll look at two different translations. First is we'll look at the New King James Version. That's John 14 and 27, New King James Version. It says, peace, this is Jesus speaking, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Wow, praise God. One of the things we learned about the let was anytime we see the word uh, let in the Bible, it tells us that we have a choice to do or not do. But overall, we always have a choice to do or not do is in the Word. But it's telling us these things will happen if we choose to do or not do these things. So we have a choice to let not our heart be troubled. Wow, even though it may seem like it's overwhelming us sometimes with stress, anxiety, pressure, we the Bible makes it clear that we can also choose to not allow that to occur. 
Now let's look at John 14 and 27, same scripture. Let's look at the New Living Translation. New Living Translation. John 14 27 again. New Living Translation. Again, this is Jesus speaking still. He says, I am leaving you with a gift. Making it plain. Peace of mind and heart. And peace I give as a gift. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So, here we go. So, don't be troubled or afraid. That sounds like a command right there. He was trying to say, hey, don't, don't be troubled. Don't be afraid, all right? But he's also making it clear, these, this is one of the gifts Jesus gave to us. Hmm. Sounds like we already have it. Okay, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. All right, so God's objective for this series was uh, twofold. One is to get us to a place where we understand that God has already given us peace through Jesus, that God has already given us peace through Jesus. So we come to understanding there. And it also gets to a point where we understand, well, if that's the case, how to walk in victory when things try to attack my peace. Because that's the peace. You know, how do we walk in victory when things try to attack my the peace that I already have? Alright? Now let's look at some let's go into it a little further. We look look looked at definitions of uh, Peace in the, in the Hebrew means shalom. There's different, slightly different spellings there. It's shalom, which means quiet, tranquility, contentment, soundness, and completeness. That means in the Hebrew, that's what it meant. All right, but then also in the Greek, in the uh, New Testament, it is uh, arene. All right, that's E-I-R-E-N-E, arene. It means a state of national tranquility, exemption from rage, security, safety, prosperity, state of a soul assured of its salvation in Christ. Wow. So it seems like this peace is important. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay. Now, let's do a little review. Now, we got to understand that peace comes with the package. Peace comes with the package. What does that mean? It's part of our spiritual DNA. We already saw, heard the foundation of scripture. But we have to understand when we've chosen to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, one of the things that comes with that salvation package is the fact that we have peace. Amen. It's already in our spiritual DNA. We have to choose to receive that because if not, we could unintentionally and unknowingly uh, walk around thinking that we have to grab and pray for peace. Well, if we, uh, if we understand and get revelation that we actually already have peace, then our prayers, when things try to attack our peace, stress at work, mm-hmm. you know, family situations, those kind of things, then we, our prayer should get to the, we, you, you can get to the point where your prayer is that you're asking God to remove those things from your already peaceful heart and mind. So you don't have to pray for something that you already have. That's Amen. True. You don't have to pray for something that you already have. You just pray to God to remove those things that are trying to attack your existing peace. Amen. But, as we always say here, we always want you to be like the Bereans. Don't just take my word. Let's study the word. You know, be like the Bereans. Study to make sure what you heard is true. All right. So let's look at some proof text here. We already heard the foundation scripture because it was a gift that Jesus gave to us. That's already one proof text to say it's already ours. He didn't, you know, give it. Jesus doesn't give and take away kind of thing. All right. So uh, let's let's look at some more proof texts in terms of where this came from. Again, understanding that when we have peace, we don't have to pray for it. It's already existing in us. Let's look at some proof text though. Isaiah 53 and 5, Isaiah 53 and 5, New King James Version. It's referring to Jesus. But he was wounded for our transgressions. 
He was bruised for our iniquities. Here we go. The chastisement, which is correction, punishment, yeah, correction. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Let's pause there. That means the correction, the, the stripes, the everything that Jesus went through before the cross and on the cross, part of it was, as you see, for our peace was upon him. So what does that mean? That means when Jesus took those stripes, when he took all those beings and died on the cross, part of the reasoning was so that we could have the peace so that we wouldn't have to endure those things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's, believe in God, that's a revelation moment right there for us. To say, look, we understand that Jesus went through those things. One, thing, one of the reasons he went through it was so that we could have peace. So it's already in us. So we don't have to try to gravitate for us. So those, all those beatings, all those stripes, all his dying on the cross included when it was like a quid pro quo. If he did this, then we get that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what quid pro quo means. This for that. Amen. Was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Now, like everything in the world, we have to choose to believe that. Because you can also choose to not believe that. Especially when things are trying to attack us mentally at work or anything else. We could think that you don't have peace. But like salvation, once you choose to receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, that's a spiritual lock-in revelation that you have that you don't have to have a physical manifestation that you're saved. You've got to believe it by faith. So by faith, you have to believe that we have peace. Amen? So you have to, but but you've got you to choose to believe it. All right. Some more proof text. Galatians 5, 22-23, tw- Galatians 5, 22-23, New King James Version. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Again, more proof text. So what does that mean? So when we receive Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we understand from, from, pre- from previous series that we have the Holy Spirit with us, but then... At that another point later, you can also uh, that same day you all receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. We understand that series. So you have to, even though you have the Holy Spirit, even though you have the Holy Spirit uh, with you, receiving the baptism with the Holy Spirit is some. It takes that relationship to a deeper level. Amen. So that being the case, even when you first get saved and you have the Holy Spirit with you, part of who He is comes with the package of the Holy Spirit. And when you have the Holy Spirit. Uh, with you, and then you you have peace. Why? Because that's part of the fruit of who he is. He, talking about the Holy Spirit. Remember, always remember, the Holy Spirit is not an it. Holy Spirit is not a force. The Holy Spirit is a he. So, that being the case, we got to make sure, go to God, that we understand that we already have peace. Amen. And there's some, there's some proof text that it's already in us. You have to choose to believe it by faith. Amen. Alright, so more review. So, if I, so that being the case, let's get right down to it. If I already have peace, then what do I do when stress, anxiety, worry tries to attack me? Everyone should be listening to this. Everyone should be trying to receive this. Because we don't... See, here's the thing. God's not obligated... Oh, glory to God. He's not obligated to teach this lesson more than once. Now, he may do it. And his word, obviously the Bible has been along been here a real long time and it's going to remain here 
But when we choose to be around the world, we got to be paying attention. When we choose to be around God's lessons, we got to be paying attention. Anytime you're sitting at home and studying on a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday morning, we got to be making sure our hearts and minds are clear and we're paying full attention. Because then in two weeks later, or sometimes at attack, you want to have something to gravitate to based on what God already taught. Does that make sense? Now, Jesus said it also. He said, hey, he who has ears to hear. That means there might have been ten people in the room. If only three or four were paying attention and chose to receive, only three or four were going to take away that lesson. So we got to make sure we're paying attention. Amen? Got to make sure we receive it. So what do we do that? Because we don't want stress and anxiety in two weeks from now to mess around and, and try to play with us. And do we wonder, what do I do? Well, God's already said it. We already have peace. So let's, let's go to it. Number one, choose to obey God's command to not worry, not be anxious, and cast your cares on him. So number one, what do you do when things try to attack your already existing peace, things like stress and anxiety and worry? The first thing you want to do is choose to obey God's command to not worry, not be anxious, and to cast your cares upon him. You, you can reference Matthew 6, 25 to 34, 1 Peter 5 and 7, and Philippians 4 and 6. Amen? Praise God, praise God, praise God. Why do we want to do that? Well, here's the thing. If we already have peace, and we understand living in this world, the Bible says it's going to rain on the just and the unjust. That means because of that fall of Adam, things are going to try to attack our already existing peace. You know, we got we to get this, because here's the thing. We want to take this series, this meal that God has given us, and apply it in our lives. Because here's the thing. We want we all understood we only do a little work, not just here, right? So in two weeks from now, all of a sudden, stuff trying to attack from work, God's given us the plan. So let's make sure we're taking back and studying. So we can't be like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I mean, a person could, but he's giving you the answers. Amen? So lock this in. Keep this in your your. your you know, your digital files, go back, study to make sure, because from this point forward, God has given his meal so that you, all of us, can grow from this point forward. So we shouldn't walk away with moments of depression. Glory to God. We shouldn't walk away when someone tries to mentally, you know, get us angry at work and we've got family stress and we wonder what to do. Not from this point, because guess what? we also going to be held accountable. So, God can say, but you know, I actually did teach you what to do. Does that make sense? So let's make sure we're, let's make sure we're doing these things. All right? So number one was choose to obey God's command to not worry, not be anxious, and cast your cares on him. Number two, again, we're talking about steps because we already have peace, so, but we understand this world, things are going to attack our peace. Amen? So here's the thing. So God's giving us steps. Number two is, hey, recognize the... Uh, Whew. Recognize that the attack start the attack of your peace started with a thought. So we have to take responsibility because when we choose to allow thoughts to come in and we don't do something with it and we kind of meditate on it, start to worry, start to you know think about envision what negative things could happen down the road. All that time, that negative thought is renting space in our minds for free, and it allows us the opportunity to begin to worry, to do the things God told us not to do. He told us not to worry. So if we choose to allow that thought to come in, and now we're thinking about it. Now we, 
Now we're worried. Now we're concerned. All those kind of things. That's opposite of what God told us to do. So first we got to recognize that it started with a thought. And you, Debbie, you know, God already told in the series about it started with a thought. Don't, there's a reason that Jesus gave us the steps about what to do. And sometimes in the body of Christ, we take that for granted. And it seems simple, and it seems like, well, that can't work. But the reality is, if it worked for Jesus, it'll work for you. So first, we got so to recognize that it started with a thought, and then we got to do the steps that Jesus did. Don't ever think you're too good. Oh, Jesus, somebody received this. Don't ever think you're too good to not do the same thing that Jesus had to do. Because if you think you need something else other than the word to get rid of thoughts, and he gave us what to do, that means you're at a point where you think the Bible isn't good enough. You think the, the, that you need a different method than Jesus took. We don't want to do that. We never want to be unintentionally high-minded. The fact that the steps are simple, that makes us, that makes us a blessing. Amen? You can reference Matthew 4, 1 through 11, and Luke 4, 1 through 13. We want to do exactly what Jesus did. Why do something different? So when thoughts come in, and also go back to that series uh, on YouTube, our YouTube channel, it started with a thought. Thought, that is the main way the enemy tries to work with us. That's why Jesus made the prescription there. So one of the avenues that worry comes is you've got to recognize that it started with a thought. The greatest, A, the greatest snowstorm started with one raindrop. One snowflake. Alright? Never take thoughts for granted. So, again, recognize that I started with the thoughts, and that, that's, which brings us right to the step three. Do Jesus' steps. Alright? Recognize, one, let's follow God's command. Two, recognize it started with a thought. And then three, let's follow these steps. Three, do Jesus' steps. Replace the thought with a scripture. That sounds basic, Pastor Mike. Guess what? It worked for Jesus. Hey, the fact that it sounds basic means Jesus didn't want us to have to do a whole bunch of whole hard things to get rid of evil thoughts. That's a good thing. Now, it does require you to, to learn at least one scripture that you probably just have uh, with you. But guess what? Thoughts are going to come to us a million times a day. Some are going to be positive. Some are going to be evil. Well, we got to make sure we already have at least one scripture with it. So when that comes, we do exactly what Jesus did. Again, don't ever think, people can choose to think it's not enough. I'm here to tell you the living witness, I know it works. Amen. So you got to, hey, and you don't need my witness, you got Jesus right there in the word. And you can always choose, you know, hey, it ain't, ain't word for Jesus. That's, that's your call, that's your call. I gave you the, the scripture references. But you, Jesus' steps, replace the thought with the scripture by believing and keep saying it. How long do you keep saying it? You keep saying it until the thought goes away. Bible says, if we submit to God, that means we believe in what he's saying to do, resist the devil by doing the steps God tells us to do, and he will flee. That's a biblical promise. Now, you can choose to believe or not believe. Life is choice-driven. But if you submit to God, resist the devil, the Bible says he will flee. That's exactly what happened with Jesus. Let's take that scripture. You see Jesus applying it. The devil flee. All Jesus said when the devil was trying to talk, he said, it is written. He ain't get the whole bunch of debates. He trying to he ain't trying to go to I, I'm not. He ain't trying to go to other people for help and all those kind of things. He was like, look, <laughs> it is written. Let's not try to grasp with so many things that are out here for help. 
when you have the help right there. Glory to God. You can reference John 14 and 27, Isaiah 26 and 3, Philippians 4 and 7, and 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Amen? Amen? I'm, the pastor is serious about this. I'm not angry. I'm just serious about this because in this society today, so many times people are being, living on this earth, we're going to be bombarded with thoughts. It is certainly God's desire is that we take this formula and apply it and try to not to reach for other things. It takes you to, by faith, at least have one scripture and say it. Because thoughts are going to come in. Don't let them fester in your mind because that's when worry, that's when depression, that's when questions about yourself come in. you gotta, you got to use that thought and keep doing it. And you watch, the devil will flee. Period. Now, he may try to come back 10 minutes later or two weeks later or whatever. Guess what? Don't do nothing different. Do the same process. Do the same process. That's what Jesus did. Don't try to come back at him again. Jesus did the same thing. It is written. Try to come back again. He said, it is written. You got me? He just spoke the word. Amen? So that's step three. Step four is simultaneously. Here's another blessed weapon God given us. Simultaneously, as you say in that weapon and casting that thought out, simultaneously, let's think about some things. I simultaneously choose to obey another one of God's commands, which is to choose to think about a blessed thought. Wow, so now we're doing that. We're doing two, we're actually doing the word. Remember that, that's the one that's blessed in what he does, and he actually does the word. So one, when a thought comes in, you say a scripture to replace that thought with a scripture, and you're simultaneously thinking about something blessed. You can think about a worship service, you can think about going on vacation, think about me and my wife's 25th anniversary. You know what I mean? Y'all, you have to think about anniversary, you know what I mean? But my point is, you think about a blessed thought. You do that one-two punch, oh my goodness. That devil's going to flee. But, again, don't believe me just because I say it. You try it. You, you do it in the moment. And see, and you just, you just test God. Just, and I don't mean test God as if he's going to fail. But you try, dare you to do God's word. Now, you keep doing it until the thought goes away. Glory to God. What happens with those thoughts? Those thoughts bring, can bring worry, anxiety, and try to attack your peace. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, another proof text, and here's Philippians 4 and 8. It says, uh, finally, my brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are uh, noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. Don't meditate on the, the thing that can get you worried or, or try to attack your peace. Because the more you embrace it unintentionally, the more it's going to cause you to worry. But it starts with a thought. So when that thought comes in, you're saying that one scripture. Here's one. Just say, no one more against you shall prosper. You're just saying it. You're just saying it. Glory to God. It seems like, well, that sounds basic. You're just saying it. Now you're simultaneously thinking about a blessed thought. You're thinking about vacation. Hey, you're thinking about, glory to God. You're thinking anything blessed. Glory to God. You're doing that, one, because God told us to do it. And then, two, it brings the blessings of getting that. Uh, attack from your uh, existing peace. Again, life is choice driven. You can choose not to, but I'm telling you as a living witness, what you have a written witness by Jesus. So you don't need no other one. <laughs> but I'm just giving you as a living witness. That's the lifestyle that I do. Period. This is what I do. So I know it works. So, you know, life is choice driven. Life is choice driven. Life is choice driven. Because guess what? Don't try to attack Pastor too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any thoughts of 
being worried about something or concerned or and if I let that it could go down a road of uh no uh 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 Pastor guys apply it as well. His word is for <laughs> from the pulpit to the side door to the back windows. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what are some benefits? What are some benefits of doing the, those peace defense steps that we just talked about? What are some benefits of doing the, the peace defense steps that we just went through? Number one, I tell one benefit is you have a lifestyle of sound, of a sound, peaceful heart and mind. Think about that. You have a lifestyle of a sound, peaceful heart and mind. If you do those things God's told you to do, you live in a lifestyle in the peace that God's already given you. Now, that doesn't mean things won't try to attack, but you've got the prescription and you've got the steps about what to do. So now you're living a lifestyle of a peaceful walk in the Lord. That's a good thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can reference Job 36 and 11 and Hebrews 13, 20 21. Job 36 and 11 say, hey, if I obey and serve you, I'll spend my days in, uh, years, days of prosperity and my years in pleasures. Well, the days of prosperity and the years of pleasures, which includes walking out in a peaceful lifestyle, includes us first as a condition, obeying and serving God. So if you obey and do those steps, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, another benefit, lifestyle example for people. I think we know as believers that the things that we have learned about God, sure, it's a benefit for us if we apply it, praise the Lord, but God wants us to advance this kingdom of God, including sharing with other people. Because we don't want people that we know, or even people you don't know at the, at the grocery store. We want to be able to share these nuggets with them to connect them with Jesus, and so they too don't have to walk around with pain and worry and depression and suicides. Oh, way to God. That's not part of God's plan. So we can help share these things that, that, that can even stop just one person from doing suicide. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because that suicide, that depression started with a thought that unintentionally, unintentionally, unintentionally wasn't dealt with. And then it went down the road, the person kept meditating on it, and then those concerns and it attacked that person's peace, and then you just keep it down the line. If that thought never, it became a stronghold, and now the person it can get rid of is by doing these same formal pieces, but if that person gets to a point where they're depressed and then they want to do suicide, always remember, it started with a thought that we got to deal with. So, if you're able, if all of us are able to kind of share these, these meal nuggets that God's given us, we can help at least one person to not be depressed. Most importantly, connect with Jesus, but then through him, to not be depressed. Glory to God. So life is, as you know, it's not just all about us. So yes, we can. So what a bit of it is a lifestyle on peaceful heart for us and mind for us. But then also we can share with other people. Amen. You can reference Matthew 5 and 16, 1 Timothy 4 and 12, 1 Timothy 4 and 12 principle, and Hebrews 6, 11 through 12. Amen. Alright, so let's look at a couple lifestyle examples. Look at a couple lifestyle examples. Alright, so now we always do this, often do this rather, in terms of uh, just getting down deep, everyday stuff so we can apply it. Alright? So, here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. You ready? You ready? All right, here we go. All right, so you received an unexpected important work assignment that is due in 40 minutes, and you're already working on another time-sensitive work task. How I many of y'all got that testimony? Glory to God. Been there, been there. And the thought comes, uh-oh, here we go, and the thought comes to ask or pray for peace. Here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. All right? So, you got it. You got some, you got some work. Uh, you got something that's due and un un uh, unexpected, that's due in 40 minutes, and you're already working on a task, and that 
Going got that thought comes for, for pressure and stress and your your mind is is trying to go, you know, haywire and just uh, and, and and you're grasping and you're feeling like you're drowning and a thought comes, I need to ask and pray for peace. So one of the things we learned is if that person's already received Jesus as Lord and Savior, it's almost, it's with the salvation package. So just like you don't have to ask and pray for salvation every time something happens, because you're already locked in by faith that you know you're saved, mm -hmm. you don't have to keep asking to get saved every time something happens. You don't have to ask for peace because it's something you already have. Like my daughter, she has this fly blouse on right now, right? Well, she owns that right now. Well, she doesn't have to ask for one, as if she didn't have it, she already has that. So that being the case, one of the things uh, that counteracts that piece is, again, John Four, our foundation scripture, John 14 and 27, New Living Translation, says, I am leaving you with a gift. So if Jesus has already given us a gift, we don't have to ask for that gift. Let me say that again. Jesus said, I'm leaving you with a gift. Mm -hmm of mind and heart if he's left us with that we don't have to ask him well one we gotta we don't ask jesus for anything anyway we gotta ask god in jesus name but to make the point we don't have to ask jesus or god for it because he's already given it to us jesus just made it plain he said look i'm he's like look if you don't get this translation get in this translation i'm leaving you with a gift and that gift is peace of heart and mind So even though it seems like we might be drowning because you got those two work assignments and your mind is going everywhere, you think about you might get a bad evaluation and all these thoughts are coming, you say, whoa, 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 I already have peace. I see these things are trying to attack. And guess what? No temptation is overtaking us as such a common man. So don't think you're the only one that gets thoughts of trying to get pressure. All of us get them. All right. So but we got to do what God said. Whoa, whoa. Say, hey, wait, I already have peace. I see this thing trying to attack me. Let me do those steps, all right? I'm going to, one, I'm not going to worry, because that's a command. Corey, God, I, I understand this is coming with a thought. No way for this shall prosper. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Glory to God. Now you think, now you think about yourself after. A blessed thought is thinking yourself after those assignments are done. You know what I mean? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace, uh oh, and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So, oh, here's the command. So don't be troubled or afraid. If we choose to be troubled or afraid, that means we are choosing to disobey God. Hmm. If we choose to be troubled or afraid, that means we are choosing unconsciously or intentionally to disobey God. Let's not be on that side. Let's not be on that side. Amen. Let's not be on that side. Alright, another everyday example. Another everyday example. Alright, so you just heard about a challenging health issue with one of your closest extended family members, and they are on their way to the hospital, and you live five states away from them. So this, this is, this, this is, this is your, your, one of your close family members that you cool with, you know what I mean, that you love, one of your extended family members, and they live five states away, and you just heard that they are on their way to the hospital. That is an opportunity for worry. Why? Because you're thinking about health. You think about, will they make it? Will the ambulance get there on time? Glory to God, will they get through whatever the health issue is? Those thoughts of trying to think about going down the road or thinking about that health, seeing them 
laying on the gurney, seeing them dying, seeing the obituary. All those thoughts can come in that moment. It's an opportunity to attack your peace. Because you might have just been chilling watching the NBA Finals. Oh, <laughs> I just say glory to the NBA Finals. <laughs> you, might, you might just be chilling. It's trying to attack your existing peace. Those could be opportunities and thoughts, those fiery darts that enemy comes to not only cast to not only be thoughts, but they're designed to explode. Those fiery darts are designed to explode on impact. I mean, they are designed to cause worry and stress and to have people do things. No. So what you got to do is you got to do what God just said earlier. When that thought comes, you got to do what the word says. Thank you, thank you boo-boo. Uh, Philippians 4 and 8. Philippians 4 and 8. Let's, let's, let's go back to that one. New King James Version. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are uh, just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on those things. So when that thought comes, glory to God, you're thinking about the, your, that relative on the gurney, going to the hospital, all those kind of things, and it, it's, it seems like it's going to bring some opportunity for negative thinking about that person. you got to say, oh, no, no, no. All things, by Jesus' stripes, she's healed. Glory to God, by Jesus' stripes, she's healed. Because now what you're doing is you're replacing that thought with the word. By Jesus' stripes, she's healed. And now mentally, you're thinking about that person. She She's going in the pool. She, she's having fun. You see her at the barbecue. Glory to God. As you're doing that, you say, ah, by Jesus' stripes, she's healed. By Jesus' stripes, she's healed. I'm going to tell say it. Until that thought goes away. By Jesus' stripes, she's healed. And then you, you see in her at the family you seeing her at the family reunion. By Jesus' stripes, she's healed. Laughing, joking. What are you doing? Now you're, you're using... God's word to attack the enemy. Those are all demonic thoughts. C clearly, I think y'all learned from the other series, it's not God's desire for, for people to be sick and ill and die. We already learned in another series, God's not killing people. So these are not God. These are not things from God. They're demonic thoughts and things that happen with people. So we got to make sure we're using God's word. To fight against these things, amen. God is so awesome. Now, here's how we look at it. And when we're doing this, we're casting down thoughts. Let's reference 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, New King James Version. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Here we go. Bringing, get ready to underline, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Wow. Every thought? Pastor, that seems, I get a lot of thoughts a day. You do, I do. We all do get a lot of thoughts that day. But that's the importance of having the Holy Spirit in us. Because we can't do this on our own. It's the Holy Spirit that's going to help with that spiritual antenna to be that filter to say, that thought's cool. Nope, do something with that thought. That thought's cool. Do something with that. Don't let that thought come in. Don't let that, don't let that, those words from the TV show come in. He will guide you. And when you're doing that, you're doing it on the Holy Spirit's energy. Just by that, you're good. You're good. It, it, be, it becomes an easy lifestyle for you to know, oh, cool, handle it. No way before you get off. And then you're moving on. You got me? And you think about a blessed thought. But we got to do it. It's a command to do that. Every thought. What that means is you have to always be spiritually alert to be in tune about the thoughts that are trying to come in. Don't do, you cannot do it on your own strength. Because we get a lot of thoughts throughout the course of the day. But the Holy Spirit will easily guide you, and it will be a simple process of Him telling you, oh, do something with that thought, you do it, handle it, then you, you're moving on. You got me? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And that's not every, I mean, it is, you're judging every thought, but every thought ain't bad. 
Does that make sense? So if your antennas are ready for every thought, judging every thought, and then you don't have to do something with only, only some of them. Amen? Amen. All right, now, here's the thing we're going to end out. We have to choose to believe it, receive it, and live it. We have to choose to believe it, receive it, and live it. Particularly this scripture right here. We're going to end out. Again, this is a choice. Do what? Believe it. Receive. When we say receive it, we receive it spiritually before we receive it spiritually as a guarantee. How do I explain? So we receive it spiritually. See, I receive that in Jesus' name. That means it might even be before the manifestation comes, but you receive it spiritually because you know it's already a guarantee. Mm -hmm. So you receive it, meaning you receive the revelation that you already have peace. Got it? Just like you don't have to pray for salvation every day, you don't have to pray for peace every day. Glory to God. At all, really. Alright? Alright, so believe it, receive it, and live it. So let's look at some proof text. This is what we're talking about. Choose to believe it, receive it, and live it. This but overall, but it's particular scripture right here. Colossians 3 and 15. Colossians 3 and 15, New Living Translation. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. That's more proof text that he's already given us peace. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in our hearts. There's a reason he's telling us this, because he knows things will try to attack our peace. Oh, here we go. For as members of one body, that means those who chose to receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior are called the body of Christ. For as members of one body, here we go, you are called to live in peace. You are called to live in peace. We got to believe it, we got to receive it, and we got to live it. This says, and always be thankful. Look. When anytime we notice in the faith series, when you're praying and believing and you just get revelational and blessings that God has given you, thank him when you pray, thank him during and thank him when you get the manifestation. We got to always be thankful. So in that moment, when you're doing those steps and something's trying to cause you to worry and attack your peace and you recognize, oh, no, I ain't called to worry of doing that and recognize it started with a thought and you cast out those thoughts and you think about a blessed thoughts and you're doing those four steps. And that enemy goes away. Don't just walk away. Thank God. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father. You've already blessed me with peace. I thank you. Don't take that moment for granted. It's another opportunity to thank God. So when that devil flees, because he's guaranteed when you do those steps, don't just walk away. Thank God. Because it was God that gave you those steps. It was God that gave you that peace. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Very, very important series. All, all, all of God's series meals are important. But this is another one because, you know, in 2023, we hear so much about people going through depression and those things and I won't take I won't take any of those things for granted. So it's not by accident that God is teaching on this. But we gotta understand what he's already given us so that we can live it and apply it and then help other people. Amen. Give God glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 God, you are so so awesome. Thank you, God. God, you are just so awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just praise and thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for you being God and being God who knows what we need. Lord God, before we ask is what your word says. We thank you, Father, for this time period and this um, this particular series, Lord God, that you've given us meals for us to chew on, Lord God, to help improve our lives for, our, for your glory and help share with other people so that they don't have to go through depression and anxiety and worry and suicide. We can do 
our part and obviously by your leading of the Holy Spirit but then to connect with you through Jesus glory to God hallelujah and they get out of those situations father in Jesus name and help us Lord, father to understand and to walk in this as a lifestyle not just a moment in time for this series but as a lifestyle to be good to be with you understand that we already have peace and we do those steps glory to God we have to be called in Jesus name amen 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 oh glory to God bless all oh. Bless me, oh, bless me, oh. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Glory to God. Now, one of the blessings that we uh, understand that, as you heard in some of the scriptures there, it comes with um, the, the condition, if you will, that we choose to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. There are so many blessings, uh, endless and eternal that come with having Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Jesus is such a loving Lord. He's, he's not focused on the things you did last night or two weeks ago. He just focuses on the you, the here and the now. Mm -hmm. And so if there's anyone that wants to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that, that's a good thing. That means your, your heart and your mind is in a repenting mode. That means, uh, like in Luke 13 and 3, repentance means uh, metanoio in the Greek. It means you have a change of heart and mind towards sin that says, hey, look, you know what? I need, I need to change. I, I just, it's got to be something different. It's got to be something better out there. Glory to God. So if there's anyone that wants to receive Jesus, your Lord and Savior, with your heart and mind, just uh, say this after me, but believe it and say it after me. Say, Father, thank you, Father, for guiding me to repent. Glory to God. My heart and mind has changed. Hallelujah. Father, your word says, Lord God, if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe that you raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Amen. So I confess those. I confess, Lord God, that Jesus is Lord and I believe that you raised him from the dead. Amen. Therefore, I am saved. I ask I call it done. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It seems basic, but that's what it is. Because it's a heart piece first that your heart is in a repeating mode saying, I just want to change. And then you're confessing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family. Please send us an email or yeah, just send us an email or, or right on, on the board here. Just sharing God's testimony. Glory to God. You can email us at uh, utbaa2020 at gmail.com. Just share your testimony. Glory to God. Praise God. Also, if there's anyone who wants to rededicate their lives to the Lord, that means you may have gotten saved back in the day and somehow, glory to God, you've gotten off. Well, again, that Jesus is such a loving Lord. He's only looking at you and wants to put you right back in line. So you can just repeat after me if there's anyone who wants to rededicate their lives. Say, Father, I thank you. I've gotten off, but Father, please help me to get back on. I rededicate my life to the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Welcome back. Welcome back. Getting to a Bible teaching church where you learn uh, through, the, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit some of the things that you that may have unintentionally gotten you off before, you can replace those things with the word and things God wants you to do to get you right back in line. Amen. Amen. Uh, third call is for anyone who wants to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit. And we talked earlier that when a person gets saved, they already have the Holy Spirit with them, but the baptism with the Holy Spirit takes that relationship to a deeper level. It's specifically you be endued with power to do the works of Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
and can come with the other common evidence of speaking with a heavenly language. Glory to God. The way you and God can connect with. Glory to God. And, uh, directly, um, call tongues. If anyone wants to receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit, just with your heart and in your mouth, just repeat at the knees. Say, Father, I ask in Jesus' name to receive the Holy Spirit with me, Father. I receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul says all you got to do is ask for the Holy Spirit in faith. Glory to God. You ask in faith. You ask for the Holy Spirit. He's blessed you with him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You might be speaking in tongues right now. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then finally, and God just did it in his last series, it is God's desire for us to walk around whole, including healed. He does not want us to walk around ill or ailing or with sickness, disease, and those things. Even though we see people and may have experienced it ourselves, that's not God's desire. We learned in the last series that because things have happened, doesn't necessarily mean it lines up with the truth. And the truth is, God wants us healed. Um, you reference, you go back to the last series uh, and see all the scriptures regarding, or various scriptures about uh, God wanting us healed. So if there's anyone who wants us to stand in agreement regarding God removing the sickness or issue from your already healed body, go to God. This with your heart, go to God. And choose to believe and let's repeat after me. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, please remove the issue from my already healed body. I ask this in faith. Father, your word says all the promises of God in Jesus are yes and in Jesus, amen. So I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believe it and receive it. Glory to God. Walk in it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We stand in agreement with all God has done. If you um, uh, engage in any of those altar calls, again, send us an email to share testimony. Glory to God. But praise God. Most importantly, you connected with God in those calls. That's the most important thing. Amen. So we love all of you so much. It was a blessing being with all of you. And we'll see you next week.